0: Welcome to The Planted Runner. I'm coach Claire Bartholik. One of the most exciting times for me as a runner was when I realized, hey, I'm pretty good at this. (laughs) I'd run a couple of marathons at that point and I was getting better and better at it. Every race was a new PR and it was just thrilling to imagine how far I could take it. In the progression from my first marathon finish of 4.02 to my last marathon at 2.58, my improvement in finish times was huge at the beginning. I shaved off 22 minutes between my first and second, 12 minutes between the second and third, and then 15 more minutes between the third and the fourth. And then I got stuck. It would take me another full year to improve, and then an additional year after that to finally get my dream goal of a sub-three marathon finish at age 42. What helped me advance so much in the beginning had stopped working. To get to the next level and break my plateau, I had to make some changes. Now, the details of my story are unique to me, but it falls into a pattern that I see over and over again with athletes progressing beyond the intermediate stage— So, how do you go from being a good runner to a really good runner? Do you add more miles, speed up all your paces, run more often, or maybe it's a little of everything? Let's find out. Welcome to the Planted Runner. I'm Coach Claire Bartholik, and my mission is to help you improve your running, your mindset, and your life with science-backed training and plant-based nutrition. Today, we are going to explore how to step it up a notch. I'll cover how to break through a running plateau when your performance is stuck, how to safely accelerate your training to reach new milestones, and what warning signs to look out for as you advance. I'll also share more about my own story of how I was able to break out of a nearly two year marathon plateau and finally run my dream marathon. Before we get into the details, I'd like to invite you to run with me in my beautiful hometown this fall, September 12th through 15th, 2024. I will be hosting a four-day running retreat in the Blue Ridge Mountains in Asheville, North Carolina we'll stay in luxury cabins right on the french broad river where we can run right out the door you'll get run coaching strength training classes running gait analysis and more and of course it will feature amazing plant-based food and a little nightlife as well we had so much fun last year that i cannot wait to do it again it's perfect for adult runners of all ages paces and abilities and you're bound to meet runners just like you Spaces are very limited and it's first come first serve, so sign up today at theplantedrunner.com slash retreat. I'll be offering early bird pricing until March 15th, so be sure to take advantage of that as soon as you can. I can't wait to run with you this September. Don't forget to stay tuned all the way at the end of the episode for another Mental Strength Minute. Fortify your mind in 60 seconds or less. One of the most satisfying things about running is getting better at it. I mean, let's face it, running is hard and there's just something magical that happens when it gets easier. If you've been running for a while and you are still improving, you're probably doing a lot of things right. You've learned to take your easy days easy. You run fast once or twice a week. You've built the endurance to handle solid long runs. And you understand the importance of good recovery, sleep and nutrition. The most important thing that I can tell you about this stage is don't forget to enjoy it. Your fitness is at a point where you can truly enjoy a good run. And that is an amazing feeling. The next thing to do is look at how you got here and if everything is still working. If you're still improving, you might not need to make a whole lot of changes. Simply having more experience as a runner will make you a better runner. But there will come a point where what got you to where you are now won't get you to where you want to be. Before we get into this, the first question I'd like to ask is, what exactly do you want to get better at? (laughs) Is it a specific distance like the marathon or do you have a more general goal of just getting better at everything? most runners and most humans want it all. We want to get better at everything. Let's run a fast marathon and then rip off a quick 5k and oh yeah, let's go get that half marathon PR. And while we're at it, why not try a trail ultra? If that is you and you love the variety, go for it. But like the saying goes, you can try to be a jack of all trades, but you'll be a master of none. If you wanna get really good at running, and I mean really good, you need to pick something to specialize in, at least for a while. Once you've decided exactly what you wanna get good at, the first place I like to look is your mileage. Endurance running in its most simplistic terms is all about endurance. So the more you run, the better your endurance will be. Of course up to a point if running more miles were the only key to better running the best ultra runners in the world would be the best 5k runners in the world which is pretty much never the case you'll need to have race specific training to get good at a certain distance and to learn more on that be sure to listen to the race specific episode that i did last week back to the topic of mileage Your body can't handle big jumps in mileage, or at least not for any length of time. So adding mileage is best done gradually over seasons. A nice progression would be to look at your average weekly volume over the past year and then add 5 to 10 miles or 15 kilometers to that per week over the next year. If you typically run 30 miles a week, which is about 48 kilometers, start to bump that up so your average is 35 or 40 miles a week for the year. Don't do it all at once or all in one week, but just a little bit at a time. If your easy run is four miles, for example, bump up one of those to five. Then in a couple of weeks, bump up another run to five miles. Over several weeks, all your new normal easy runs are now five miles instead of four. Another way to add mileage is to add a running day. If you currently run four days a week, try adding another short run day. Don't increase your mileage or intensity on your other days until you know that you have easily adapted to the extra day, which could be a few weeks or even a few months. That means if you're currently running 30 miles a week, running four days a week, add a short three mile or 5K run the volume of one or more of your other runs so you stay at the same weekly volume then when you know that's working you can add a little more the next piece of the mileage equation is your long run for every distance below the marathon you want your long run to be longer than the race you're training for to really smash those plateaus for the 5k your long run should be at least 7 miles or 12k 10 miles for the 10K and half marathoners should be logging a few 15 milers or 24 kilometers at the end of their training cycle. Once you get to the marathon distance, your long run should be in the range of 18 to 22 miles in the marathon specific phase, which is about 29 to 35 kilometers for the metric folks. Some runners are just naturally able to handle more miles while others reach their stopping point at a much lower number. Part of that is probably due to genetics, but I would argue that a lot of what makes a runner better able to handle the miles is your experience and all the stuff you do outside of the run. Strength training, mobility, good sleep, good nutrition, enough recovery, and stress management are all key factors in your ability to handle the miles without injury and burnout. So make sure you have a good handle on all of those as the miles add up. Strength training, in particular is one of the most crucial to your progress and durability as a runner. Aim to spend 60 to 90 minutes a week lifting heavy things and putting them back down again. Of course, more of your emphasis should be on your legs, but your entire body works hard running, so be sure to get every muscle on board. Your strength sessions can be broken up any way you like, whether it's two longer sessions a week or 10 minutes every day. It's all beneficial as long as you're consistent and it doesn't make you too tired to run well. The next part of running faster is running fast. I'll go over that when we come back. I'm the type of person that prefers relying on good habits, not motivation or inspiration. I first gave AG1 a try because I wanted a simple, all-in-one routine that checked all the boxes. Since drinking AG1 daily, I've felt more energized. Not only does AG1 deliver my daily dose of vitamins, minerals, pre- and probiotics and more, it's a powerful, healthy habit that's also powerfully simple. It's just one scoop mixed in water, once a day, every day. As a plant-based athlete, AG1 covers my bases with high-quality ingredients with adaptogens, antioxidants, and whole food sourced nutrients. If you want to take ownership of your health this year, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at Drink. AG1.com slash planted runner. That's drinkag1.com slash planted runner. Check it out. You know, I'm not a fan of New Year's resolutions, except when they're as easy as swapping out that ugly plastic laundry jug for a slim envelope of Earth Breeze. Earth Breeze looks exactly like a dryer sheet, but it's actually a super powerful, ultra concentrated laundry detergent that you toss into your washing machine in any cycle. It gets even my stinkiest running clothes fresh and clean, and there's no more awful orange jug in my laundry room or in the landfill. When you're ready to join me, you'll never run out of detergent again because Breeze has a flexible subscription that you can just pause or cancel at any time with no hidden fees or penalties. If Breeze doesn't end up being the 2024 update of your dreams, you don't even have to return it. Just let them know it's not for you and get a full refund, no questions asked. Right now, my listeners can get started with Breeze and save 40%. Go to earthbreeze.com slash planted runner. That's earthbreeze.com slash plantedrunner for 40% off your subscription. Hear Her Sports is a podcast for everyone who loves stories by and about women striving to improve and make a difference in their lives. I am your host, Elizabeth Emery, a former professional cyclist. In every episode, I introduce a female athlete or woman in the business of sport through a thoughtful conversation about who they are and the terrific work they're doing. My guests and I explore the glorious and frustrating issues in sports, history, equity, training, nutrition, and so much more. Join us for inspiration, for community, and for love of being a strong athletic woman. Welcome back to The Planted Runner. I'm Coach Claire Bartholik. By now you know lots of easy running will help you get faster at endurance running but you've also gotta run fast every so often. You don't need very much fast running compared to your easy runs, but you do need to work hard at least once a week and sometimes more. Part of what holds most runners back is that they run their easy days at a medium pace, or God forbid they run marathon pace every time they run. You might not think that you're doing anything wrong, but speed is a finite resource. When you spend your speed on a non-speed day, you are stealing your limited reserves of speed for the week. Then when you go to cash in on your speed at the track, it's no wonder you come up short. Set yourself up for success by being as fresh, fueled, and pumped for your speed days as possible. The next thing that holds back runners on their speed day is fear. It could be fear of injury or fear of failure or even fear of success. I've coached athletes that would become positively sick with anxiety before a track workout. If that sounds like you, the first thing to remember is that your workouts are not a test. They are a practice. The only way you can fail at a track workout is not to show up. Yes, you're gonna miss your splits at times. You're gonna screw up the instructions. Your watch is gonna go bananas. You're gonna go out way too fast and burn out spectacularly. All of these things will happen. And they're all fantastic practice for the days when everything goes right. So don't take yourself or the track too seriously when it comes to your performance. Show up, work hard, and use what you learn to be better next time. And here's the craziest piece of advice I have for your track workouts. Have fun. You're a grown adult running around in circles. It's all a game. So don't forget to smile about it. Now, for those runners that are afraid to run fast because of fear of injury, let's address that. If you are currently injured, you should be afraid of injury and you need to heal before running hard. But if you're healthy and are afraid of re-injury, the best way to handle that is to build your confidence with baby performance steps. Gradually add and increase speed so that your workouts are challenging, but never over the top. Eventually, paces that were once out of reach become manageable and your confidence grows. Then take another baby step, get faster and grow more confidence and repeat. Besides improving your speed, the other thing you're working on on your hard days is speed control. When you learn to meter out your effort so that every interval from your first to the last comes in at the same pace, you're teaching your brain a powerful pacing lesson that will translate to good pacing on race day. After all, speed is not very useful if you can't control it. You'll want to design a training schedule that suits your experience, lifestyle, and goals. The exact recipe for success will look different for every runner, but most of the ingredients will be similar. Track workouts or short interval training are not the only kind of speed that endurance runners need. You'll also want to be sure that you're running stamina runs, which is speed plus endurance. These could be tempo runs, speed in your long runs, or longer intervals. How often you add tempos to your schedule will depend on your fitness and recovery ability, and more is not always better here. A very typical weekly schedule for an intermediate to advanced marathoner would be a track workout on Tuesday, a tempo run on Thursday, a long run on Saturday or Sunday. The other days would be shorter, easy runs, and most runners will need at least one or two days of no running at all. Of course, elite runners are famous for not taking full rest days very often, and that can work for advanced recreational runners at times as well. But this is a high-risk choice, so make sure you're maxing out your other options first. A better idea if you are healthy and just have too much energy to take a full rest day is to add a cross-training day. Choose something low-impact yet highly aerobic like swimming, cycling, or the elliptical. The very best cross training for runners is deep water running or aqua jogging. So if you have access to a pool, that's your best bet. Now, in order to improve as a runner, you might not have to keep adding more and more. It might simply be about changing a few things up. For example, you might not have more time in your schedule to add more miles. Subtracting miles might actually be the best choice when you're time crunched so that you can spend a few minutes strength training or making healthier meals or simply de-stressing from your busy life. Running all the miles all the time, even if you do have the time available and you're not getting hurt, can start to have a diminishing effect. And that is what happened to me. I was doing everything that I told you to do and then some. Because I didn't have any obvious injuries, I added lots and lots and lots of easy miles and I reached a peak of 90 miles a week with track on Tuesday, tempos on Thursdays and running long on the weekends. Physically, I was in great shape, but the grind started getting to me mentally. Training felt like a part-time job that I had to do. The thing that turned it all around for me was actually letting go. I dropped my weekly mileage by 10 to 20% and I cut out that second speed day a week. My ambition to reach my dream goal never wavered, but my fixation on doing everything right all the time was getting in the way. I had also stopped having fun. Giving myself grace with my running allowed me to relax about the outcome and really settle into the fitness that I'd worked so hard to build. I knew the race of my life was inside me. I just had to let it come out. And if I'm being completely honest, I needed a little luck. I needed many things out of my control to go right on race day. And that's why the concept of settling into your fitness is so important. You need to be really solid where you are in order to take advantage of the race day you are given. If you're always striving for these far out of reach goals, You will need perfect conditions for everything to line up just right. If one little thing goes wrong, and it will, you will miss your shot. But if you race with confidence built from the fitness that you know you have, it's a far better race strategy than just hopes and dreams. Becoming a really good runner, whatever that means to you, takes a mix of ingredients that will look different for every runner. So if you are getting the same results and doing the same things you've always done, it might be time to change the recipe. And now it's time for the Mental Strength Minute. Fortify your mind in 60 seconds or less. Today's topic is embrace the treadmill. If you are lucky enough to have access to a treadmill, you have a training tool that is second to none when it comes to your running. Yet some runners refuse to get on one like a stubborn kid refusing to eat their broccoli. Yes, the treadmill is undoubtedly mentally challenging because it's boring. But being able to shift your mindset and break through the boredom is a mental strength achievement. Changing your attitude when faced with something you don't like can have a positive ripple effect in the rest of your life as well. So grab your headphones, cue up a show to binge or a banging playlist and become a fitter runner mentally and physically, no matter what the weather. Thank you for listening to The Planted Runner, part of the Evergreen Podcasts Network. Don't forget that you can win a copy of my book for leaving an Apple podcast review. So be sure to write yours right after your run today reviews are the number one way to boost this show's reach and it's a great way to tell me what you'd like to hear next because i read every single one have a great run today sports stars they're like superheroes but they're actually real which is why we've made a podcast about them you see